Hey team, welcome to another episode of the Jen Commandments podcast. I am Jen Wynn. If you don't know me personally, which I assume most of you do, but just in case, I am an engineer currently working in Oregon. I grew up in the Chicagoland area and I went to college in Michigan. Um, happy Sunday. Uh, welcome back. I am in a much different mind state <laughs> than I was last episode. Um, I was hot. I was hot last episode. I haven't, um, I hadn't been angry at all yet through this time. I had just felt guilty up to that point. Like, I think. I think last episode was the first day that I was truly angry about what was happening. Like I was still convinced up to that point that like the whole, everything going wrong here was my fault. Like me, something I did at work caused me to have the experiences that I did. Like I, was to full blame for like the relationship going as awful as it did. I like, I had felt like every part of all of this was my fault and like just internalized that. So I think when I was even speaking about it, <clears throat> like before last episode, <laughs> um, it was still from this very, just like dark place and not, not that being angry isn't dark as well but like it was more from just like a broken down place where I was just like I had lost all confidence in myself in who I was in everything and so finally I think that moment when I finally like snapped and was like actually fuck all that <laughs> and not not like I, so like something that my brother told me that was really helpful was like, in any situation, you are no more than half responsible. And like, that's, that's for real. And like, you may not be all of half responsible. Who's to say that like the other party in whatever situation, um, is it more or less, but you are no more than half responsible. And as somebody who takes situations and then internalizes them and is like, this is all my fault. And especially if you have somebody telling you that a lot of this shit is all your fault, um, kind of, it just builds. So like, thank, thank God that altercation or the last interaction happened. Cause like, I don't know how long I would have sat in that space of like, this is all my fucking fault. Does that make sense? Like the, the, the little email thing that happened really opened my eyes up to being like, oh, you're fine. The way that you're handling things is fine. You're doing fine. And the way, <laughs> I guess, I don't know. It just like, it, it snapped me out of this, like, 
you are a, the piece of shit who isn't trying to help or make things happen or whatever. Like, I still felt guilty for like not wanting to pursue anything any further. Um, and I don't really feel guilty anymore. It is like, I've been watching a lot of like self-help stuff. I've been, I've actually been inputting myself with too much information. Um, I need to take time to just like not obsessively try to fix myself now that I'm like aware of what's wrong. <laughs> really fucking cool of me. Um, <laughs> but that like if you're going to pursue something with somebody and like take it seriously they have to be nearly perfect because if you're going to spend a significant amount of time with somebody like they have to be perfect for you if you're going to spend the rest of your life with somebody if you're gonna and if you're gonna bring that up you know and like because yeah whatever and that really like, I was like, oh, that's okay. Like, no, we're not perfect for each other. Then let's, let's move on, you know? Um, so I feel, I feel good right now. And, um, I think, I think the last episode showcased that process happening for me where I was just like, this is not my fucking, like, it is my fucking fault first of all, but, but no more than half. Okay. That's the, that's the T is like, if you're somebody like me who internalizes and is like, no matter what happens, this is my fault or no matter what happened, this is my fault. Cause I, whatever, no more than half bitch. And that, that goes for him too. No more than half takes two to tango something that I um was reflecting on also uh is like I had previously held myself to a really high regard as far as like emotional intelligence and I realized like if I was still in a space where I wasn't healed enough that me how do I explain this well um <laughs> so if I'm st but if I'm still not in a space where I react to unhealthy unhealthily that I'm not as far as I thought I was that's that's probably the best way I can put it so like in a lot of ways this was and I, I kind of started to pick up on that even while we were still together. But like, I think I obviously like when, when you're in something, it's like, I don't know. I don't know. It's easier to see on the outside looking in now. And so like, obviously, you know, like the whatever. It's always 2020 in the past or what, whatever that fucking phrase is. I can't think of it right now, but, um, you know what I'm talking about? Hindsight is always 2020. There we go. Okay. Um, also side note, if you hear guitar upstairs, my, uh, upstairs neighbor loves playing guitar. 
Um, and it brings me a lot of joy. I grew up with my older brother, just like kind of always, not always playing guitar, but playing guitar frequently. And so it is so like comforting that he does. It's kind of the only thing of comfort I've had since being here in a weird way, other than the dogs, obviously. But yeah, it's something very nice. I, um, yeah. So just, if you hear that, that's, that's what that is. Um, yeah, I don't know. I have really turned a page with this, I think in the last couple days and I'm starting to like come to terms with everything. Um, and obviously there are going to be days where I like regress, I think like any, like anything, you know, but yeah, dude, I, everyone deserves to find somebody who makes them a happier version of themselves. Like, yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, I can still, I still hold like weird resentment and I will for a while. I think that's normal. Um, especially with some of the things that have happened to me, but I'm whatever, dude you know, (laughs) I'm getting, I'm getting the hell out of here. So it's just like, it's easy for me to sort of just like wash my hands of it. And that makes me feel good, you know, to be like, oh, it's going to, especially with how fucking dramatic I had been being. Um, we honestly, I don't know what today's episode is going to be about. I, I really wanted to like post, a like spirituality versus organized religion episode, um, on Sunday. So like, that's, that was why I was recording tonight. Um, but I like, what's really on my heart right now is like doing an episode about like your ride or die friends, because like, they deserve like the the kind of love that i have been shown in the last couple weeks by by both my very closest friends but then also just like people i know like who know me ish um the amount of like love and outpouring of like support and honesty that I've received is so like kind and I I like it's really special the the connections that you make with people and so that's what's really on my mind right now I think religion organized religion is a very scary thing to me and I would love to deep dive into that at some point um right now it's really hard for me to talk about um because like the weird things that I've like lived through in the last few months in regards to religion like (laughs) um I think religion is 
beautiful or like spirituality. I I more subscribe to the idea of spirituality. I'm one of those bitches. Leave me the fuck alone. Okay. Um, but I think that whatever you subscribe to is beautiful within reason. Um, and, but with, within like, let's be realistic about it. You know what I mean? Like let's, cause I think for a lot of people or for most people who subscribe to religion, it's more of a comfort thing than anything else. It's a, like a, I'm uncomfortable with the fact that I don't know what happens after death. And I, <laughs> I hate, I hate that that's the sort of like pessimistic feeling that I get about like religion and spirituality in general. I think at its core, it comes from fear, like this need to subscribe to something. Um, but I, that doesn't make it any less powerful. Like what you believe in is what you believe in. And I think that that's beautiful. Like I, I strongly believe in like energy. I believe that we're all one energy. I believe we all come from the same energy. I believe like whatever. Um, but I also believe in all, I think all religions have substance and like I I try to keep a really like open broad sense of spirituality like I have Buddhist stuff in my apartment I have a crucifix in my apartment I have crystals I have like I have all sorts of like because I I think it's all relevant um and I think it all carries weight you know um, but I think at its core, it's humans that are uncomfortable with like, like death and that's fine. I think, <laughs> I think it's cute. <laughs> I think it's really cute that humans are like, this thing scares me and therefore we're going to form this like community that like makes us all a little less uncomfortable about it. And like some of them have like rule books that you should follow while you're on earth. Right. Like in theory, religions like <laughs> a very cute concept, but it that should be doing scary as fuck shit. Like <laughs> religion is scary. Like, um, yeah, yeah. I think it's it's interesting. It's interesting how religion came about. It like it's real. It like people were like, no, this can't just be it. There has to be this whole other thing. Okay, Don, you want to say something? Don't, please don't chew the mic. Okay. That was Dante. He says, hi. Sorry. Homeboy wanted, oh, he's going to be pissed. I accidentally threw his toy in one of the hampers and he can't find it. Okay. Sorry. Um, yeah, man. So I, uh, I don't know. I think <clears throat> religion and people believing in religion has caused some really crazy shit to happen. And I think it still does to this day. So like it is, I, okay. So, and I also, I grew up going to a Lutheran church every Sunday. Um, we started when I was in first grade, I actually asked to go to church 
once we moved to Steger, um, because I had gone to church with my cousins and I really liked Sunday school. I thought it was really fun. And I was like, you know, like a first grader. So I was like, what can we do that? Like as an extroverted little kid, I was like, come on, bring the people around, you know? So I asked to start going to church. We, we then started to go to the church that like my dad and his ex-girlfriend, who's now his wife, (laughs) we went to, so like it was, and like they still went to, (laughs) so it was like, it was like, um, my dad's ex-girlfriend who we were all still friends with. Like I grew up with my now stepmom in my life and they had, they were exes then like, and then, and then me and then my mom and then my dad, but my dad shortly stopped going to church cause he didn't like it. And so it was just like me and my mom and then like my dad's ex-girlfriend, but it was, it was like a relatively big church. So like, and it was never weird like that ever. Like, <clears throat> But looking back, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> but whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I grew up I, from like first grade until I want to say I was a junior in high school. I went to church every single Sunday. Um, and if we missed Sunday, we like we went on Thursday to make sure that like we made up for it. Like we we went to church. Um And for a lot of years, church was sort of like the only stable thing in my life. Um, So I guess we're going to be talking about church. (laughs) Now that I'm on my fucking rant about it, I guess we're going to talk about church. But I also, we will talk about like, I'm going to do a whole episode dedicated to, and that'll probably be the last episode in the like breakup chronicles. Cause I don't even know if this one will be a part of it. I just want to talk about religion and spirituality. I don't really want to talk about like why it's been, I mean, I'll talk a little bit about why it was traumatic, um, in the last couple of months, but more than anything, I just want to bring up about how like even having somebody want me to start going to church again was really like scary and way more triggering than I thought it was going to be. And like, that has nothing to do with him at all. It's just like, it was just a thing that I wasn't anticipating to affect me as much as it did. So yeah. Um, so yes, I I went to church. (laughs) Don't remember where I was. Um, Okay, Zoomy. You get it. Yeah. You run around that house. Anyway, so we went to church every Sunday. I was like, it was for a lot of years, it was sort of the only stable thing in my life. And um, because like I hated my home life, I like whatever. I was like, I was going through a lot of like weird phases where I was never like, I was always like cool adjacent. Like (laughs) I like, because I played sports, I was in, I like, I spent a lot of time with the, the, the quote unquote, like cool women, (laughs) but I wasn't, I never fit in anywhere. I never like the only place that I really felt like I fit in ever was, um, 
in like a very niche nerd group um and like that's it i never like i was in a lot of shit but i never felt a part of any one thing necessarily i always like felt like i stuck out everywhere and like i don't know so church was kind of the only thing that i felt pretty pretty steady in because it was kind of the same group of kids the whole way through like one of my closest childhood friends was because we went to sunday school every every sunday together like he and i i I, he and i haven't spoken since then really but i will always consider him one of my closest childhood friends like so yeah shout out andrew stone if y'all talk to him let him know (laughs) let him know that jen loves him (laughs) and roots for him always um but yeah so um i have like a very a a close attachment to church and i did for a really long time i i think that christianity did a lot of good for me in that like it taught me a lot about social settings it taught me uh how to talk to anyone of all ages you know because like the church that i went to had like a very wide range of ages like I taught a Sunday school class who had like a three-year-old kid in it and like we had like very elder like a very elderly congregation so um yeah I don't I think the really cool parts of church are have nothing to do with (laughs) like religion really like I think it's great for camaraderie. It's great for community building. Like you have some sort of support system. They might be a little judgy. And that's what I faced in my church community is like, it's a community, but it's not always a safe space, if that makes sense. So like, yeah, yeah. You, you Like, especially in the church that I went to growing up, like you had, you should be a very specific sort of way or else you're not really accepted I guess and um that's hard man I think that's very common for a lot of older school Christianity practices there are a lot of really cool like non-denominational like churches and I've I've fucks with those those are cool (laughs) I don't know I there I do also subscribe to this sort of idea that like organized religion sort of brainwashes you while using music (laughs) because like for someone like me who I get the chills listening to any sort of live music at always and I always cry at any sort of live music so this idea that you're going to put me in this beautiful space this like euphoric space that has like stained glass and like just like trippy sculptures and shit like (laughs) and then you're gonna sing like beautiful angelic music to me and like we're all gonna do it together like yeah of course like endorphins are gonna be released you know what I mean so like and I don't know if that's on purpose or not if you want to get into like weird conspiracy but like I do think it's interesting that like going to church and going to a concert are like pretty similar experiences as far as like endorphins go like obviously concerts are much much more get released but 
It's the same tactics, homie. Like, it's the same shit. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I think that's interesting. I think that... Yeah. Like, at the church that I went to, I went... I was, like, you know, one of the only kids for a long time. Uh, there was maybe, like, 12 kids. And, like, I was one of the only ones that or like there was like a older group and a younger group and I was a part of like the older group and so we were we were expected to do more shit because that's how churches work you know what I mean they said these kids they gonna do shit for us and we were like "Uh (laughs) uh-huh whatever you need you know but I went to like this church conference it was called um fuck higher ground I think I don't know if they still do it I should probably look that up but it was at Purdue uh it like took place at Purdue and it was like a week-long like conference where they held like they held we went to church three times a day and then we we went to like workshops that like talked about different uh of like social problems or whatever and how it relates to christianity and like in theory that's kind of cool right if it if it was an open space where you could you could discuss how to fit faith into your everyday life in a realistic way that would be one thing but it was more so like a like a brainwashing boot camp you know what i mean like <laughs> it was like yeah it was interesting it was interesting but um they like at the at the thing at the time I was like a between freshman and sophomore year of high school I think maybe it was eighth grade and freshman year I don't know but I was it was like you know anywhere between 13 and 15 and um my best friend at the time was either either we strongly suspected he was gay or like he had come out to one of us and um and I was comfortable with that you know like I I fucking even even then I was like bitch I don't give a fuck like just because I was raised on like you know common decency (laughs) but like we learned at one of the fucking seminars that like sin is sin or whatever and so like who are we to judge one another when we all be sinning anyway which that's on jesus christ you know what i mean that is on literal baby j so happy sunday um so we left and then my pastor immediately was like I don't believe in any of that and like was telling me about how like being gay is like 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 ranted about it and that was sort of like my first like huh (laughs) I don't know about this chief like I I had always had like weird discrepancies with faith but also at the time I was talking with and to somebody um or like on and off you know like whatever I had been on and off with the same person for like 10 years starting when I was in like sixth grade okay so um yeah uh so the the that person 
he was like very atheist at the time and so like sometimes I think I was faithful out of spite too which is really ugly <laughs> so like <laughs> um yeah religion's tricky dude and like everyone has very specific religious trauma where you're like and and mine's pretty mild like I the reason why we stopped going to church when I was a sophomore was at or a junior at the time I was dating this awful man and um that's that's a common theme for me if you haven't noticed but um I was dating this man and the the other person the other like family who was the same age as me hated this man and like he did something and he mind you homeboy does not go to this church homeboy is an outside factor of mine like should have nothing to do with what happens in church like let's be fucking for real about it so anyway um this family like completely figures out how to like x us from the church like people wouldn't talk to us and like my mom taught the high school sunday school class and i taught the 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 preschool and like neither of our students came to class and like like literally just like figured out how to just be like we don't talk to them and we had been going to that church i was just like i was a, either a sophomore or junior we i've been going to that church since i was in first fucking grade and th- that family had not been going to the church for that long and like not that that fucking matters at all but like what the fuck this person doesn't even go to the church like why are you letting this the, my why are you letting a 15 year old significant other play a role in like church dude like <laughs> what are we talking about so are you can you tell that i'm over it i'm fucking screaming about it can you tell that it doesn't bother me at all anymore <laughs> damn like yeah fucking crazy shit but um yeah was the guy absolute fucking garbage yeah but we were literally all teenagers and you're gonna let this affect our our adult parents lives and it was the adult parent who got involved that got the whole church to turn again like y'all y'all can i be real people's parents are my least favorite thing in the whole fucking universe because listen i love my mom and she would do anything for me if i asked my mom has not fought a single battle for me since i was in grade school maybe like not a single battle my mom has not advocated talked for me nothing since i was in grade school i don't i i am i was taught from a very young age that like you you figure not you figure shit out on your own maybe that's trauma in and of itself a little bit but when things aren't right it is up to you to fix it and so like just this idea that that had happened so late into my development of like handling things on my own (laughs) i was like 
are we fucking for real right now <laughs> like it was it was a mess but yeah so like some but listen a lot of people have way worse church trauma than i do i just what happened to go to a church that wasn't a very safe space and so it but it was the safest space that i had most times growing up and so it i fucked up my my perception of safe for a long time and i'm not that way anymore think think baby j okay also i don't know if you're familiar with my inner circle which i don't know how many of you listen to this realistically honestly y'all y'all have been so impressive y'all have been so impressive i have nearly a hundred views like per episode between spotify and apple and that's just so kind Ugh. anyway my inner circle i don't know if y'all know jasmine jasmine lozano okay she has been one of my best friends for since like 2018 and um which is like a long time for me at this point um one of my longest friendships but um she and i used to be like inseparable and every time i say and that's on baby j i think of her as a baby (laughs) that's all so if you find yourself saying and that's on baby j because i say that shit a lot still um i implore you to think of baby jasmine that's all that's it that's all anyway back to religion um (laughs) i think that's why so and your your relationship to higher being is supposed to be like a very very intimate relationship like in my opinion it should be the if if higher being is something that you subscribe to whether that be god whether that be whoever or whatever for me it's like i had a phase where i only called god the creator (laughs) thought i was super fucking like it's the creator man like shut the fuck up but i did have a phase like that um i also like i don't subscribe to it being anything earth like because like people think of god and they still think of like a human and i'm like that's fucking weird like (laughs) because like when i so i i just like i'm more comfortable with just saying like something like higher being because even just like having a name for it like god is like if you truly believe in like all this shit like the universe and fucking ener- energetically and whatever it is so much greater than just like a name uh, uh, it almost like seems earthly to like give i don't know i don't know i'm overthinking it a little bit but like for me it's it's energy it's it's yeah more than any anything it is like this energy of like we're all connected we're all we're all spiritual things having human experiences 
you know like a lot of times we i think we think of ourselves as human beings and we're spiritual but i don't really think that that's the case in my opinion i don't know what y'all subscribe to but in my opinion it's more of like a we're spiritual beings having an earthly experience and like <clears throat> i you're y'all might think i'm crazy well i mean you probably already think i'm crazy but this will be like a different way you know what i mean but i truly believe that i've been on earth many many times and like <clears throat> i think that this is kind of one of my last times around <laughs> uh, around the block you know what i mean um <laughs> i think um yeah i don't know i just i think energetically i've been there done that there's not a lot of things that people can say or do to me where I'm like damn I can't believe that happened <laughs> people say some shit sometimes where I'm like you know like damn that's a little wild but like nothing really like no way you know I and I don't know if that's just being desensitized to the world or like you know I don't know but yeah and I, I think I've met or I have people in my life who I know that I've done life with many times before. Kayla being a really good example. I have I have seen Kayla. Kayla and I have done life together many times. And I believe that about my friend Tarsh as well. I'm just name dropping today. I'm, I'm name dropping. I'm like, hey, can you guys all be best friends with my best friends? <laughs> that would make this a whole lot easier thanks <laughs> but um yeah I'm I'm a big I love talking about the people I love I'll do that all day every day um and so yeah there are just people in my life where I'm like I've I've done life with you before I've met you and even if I haven't done life with you when I meet people you can almost tell immediately whether or not you've done life with them before not immediately but pretty early on it's a it's a matter of how well you connect right off the bat you meet someone you're like oh I've known you and and I think I think a lot of us probably have exchanged before I mean the the earth is old you know what I mean uh and so like there have been plenty of opportunity for all of us to come in contact even though there's fucking seven billion people i think there's plenty of opportunity that a lot of us have all interacted at some time um if that's what you believe in that's kind of what i believe in i believe in reincarnation um but i also believe in higher being because i don't i don't know i think that it's hard not in my opinion it's hard not to believe that we that our energy just just dissipates because energy doesn't can't be created or destroyed and, and that's that's the part of it where like sometimes when science can intermix i'm like that's that's really when my i'm like uh-huh because i'm i'm also a logical person so and in a lot of ways spirituality is very <clears throat> it's a it's an artistic concept and i don't know if it's artistic but do you know what i'm getting at it's not like a logical thing it's more of like an abstract idea sort of thing so 
when I can I can put like logic with that ugh, that's my bread and butter bitch that's my bread and butter you want to talk have you like like fucking <clears throat> what is the subject in math discrete math bitch <laughs> I never took discrete math but my brother did and he would tell me about it and bitch that would be so fucking interesting what are you talking about theory of math bitch I will l- shut up that would be so cool anyway yeah um religion crazy religion is I think I think for some folks it's really great I think for some folks they use it as an excuse to be judgy and I think that's that's normal too but then there are also religious folks I'm gonna just get on a different different genres of religious people um there are religious folks who take it too far where like they're like god told me that i can do like religion has driven people i don't know if (sighs) crazy people somehow just okay this sounds real judgy i'm like people are so judgy while they're religious and i'm saying judgy shit um how do i say this correctly i um i think that there are unstable people in the world who latch on to religion because it makes them more comfortable with what's actually going on in their head. (sighs) And I know that sounds targeted. It is a little, um, but it, I didn't realize to the extent that it played a role in a lot of crazy shit that happens i mean like well if you really want to think about it like any any time that people are like god told me to do this great act of crazy violence that that's happened more than once i and like so so what do you think do you think it's like people are unstable and then they latch on to religion and make that the reason or do you think that religious people are driven to the point of that do you understand what i'm trying to ask what do y'all think i don't have a good answer for that actually like i think it can go either way i think some people will get so delusional in their like quote-unquote devoutness of their religion and then they'll just be like well and they'll like really hype it up in their head of like well this means this and this means this and this means that i should like shoot up a gay bar like do you (sighs) that's really fucking vulgar um but do you know what i like what what do you think that is or do you think that they wanted to commit those acts of violence anyway whether it be targeted or not that they were going to do some crazy shit like that anyway and then they they found something that fit their motives and then they were like that's it that's the one god told me that i need to do that do you know what i mean do you, you know what i mean okay sorry if that was fucking weird but like think about it because i don't i don't have an answer I have no fucking idea what I think (laughs) about all that. But yeah. And I think because you see hate driven by 
organized religion so frequently, whether that be Christianity, whether that be anything else, um, that it is hard to see any positivity to, that would come from organized religion. And I agree with that. I, I kind of, I hold that opinion is like, if you go to church, cool, I'm happy for you, but it's going to be really hard for me to be comfortable in a church ever. Cause you just know how much suffering has happened in a lot of churches. Like there have been, and I guess that that goes with anywhere. Right. But like, I don't know. It's like those types of spaces can have really dark energy as well. Like, and if you're somebody who's susceptible, I said that fucking weird. Um, if you're somebody who's susceptible to feeling energy by spaces and environments, it's, it can be a dark space. It could be like a, it's like, you know, those spaces where it's like on the surface, everything is happy, but like just below that, you can just feel the like darkness and dread. That's how I feel stepping into a lot of religious spaces and like, that's heavy. That's heavy. And that's draining for whoever can feel that, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if y'all agree with that, but it's something that I have definitely, especially if you go into like an old cathedral or something, you're like, damn, (sighs) there's a lot of trauma in this room. And like, it is a space that's supposed to be healing. And it's a space that's supposed to be like where you worship. And so it sucks that it feels that way. Um, but it does sometimes. And I think the blessing of the space and that sort of thing sort of tries to combat it, but you have to fit, you have to factor in the intentions of those blessing spaces as well. You know, like you, you would love to think that all ministers and pastors are very open people and they're open hearted to everyone in the world. Cause that's their job, right. Is to, to accept, um, and preach God's word and like, or whoever you subscribe to and, and create a safe environment for all. And, but society and like whatever really can taint that, you know? So it's interesting. Religion is, it's a organized religion specifically is a very interesting thing. I think that a lot of teachings in religious text are very valuable. I, um, and I think all religion is really interesting. Like I had a phase where I was, (laughs) I did a lot of research on like Satanism and like some of Satanism isn't awful. One second, I'm going to look up their like version of like the 10 commandments and I'll read them to you. And you're going to be like, that ain't half bad homie. And I'm going to be like, yeah, I know. (laughs) So if y'all are unaware, Anton LaVey is the sort of the person behind modern Satanism. There's a Hobo Johnson song titled Anton LaVey, and it's hilarious. (laughs) 
<laughs> I I will talk about Hobo Johnson whenever I damn well please on this podcast, <laughs> and you will love it. Um, why don't y'all just like love all the same friends I love, love all the same bands I love, love all the same artists I love. You guys should just do all of it. As Brittany Broski says, you should just be, you should get it already. Anyway, so Anton LaVey came up with the 11, uh, satanic rules of earth. And I listen, if this makes you uncomfortable, I'm sorry. I just think it's really interesting that like, um, religion is so just like meh you know not meh but it is so just like man you slap a name on that bitch and that's your belief and like so it's it's like for a lot of people it's very serious and like but I think like anything it should be fluid it should be like you do good things for people because it's the right thing to do I think a lot of people at least a lot of Christians that I know they'll they'll be like I do good things to get into heaven and like you know that's still selfish right (laughs) you know like you should just be doing good things because that's the right thing to do right like come on like come on and then you still want to be judgy anyway the the 11 satanic rules of the earth by Anton LaVey this is circa 1967 one do not give opinions or advice unless you are asked Two, do not tell your troubles to others unless you are sure they want to hear them. Three, when in another's lair, show him respect or else do not go there. Four, if a guest in your lair annoys you, treat him cruelly and without mercy. (laughs) Five, Do not make sexual advances unless you are given the mating signal, a.k.a. consent. Um, Six, do not take that which does not belong to you unless it is a burden to the other person and he cries out to be relieved. Seven, acknowledge the power of magic if you have employed it successfully to obtain your desires. If you deny the power of magic after having called upon it with success, you will lose all you have obtained. Eight, do not complain about anything to which you need not subject yourself, which slay, bitch. That's why you ain't never gonna hear me bitching about no shit about this this relationship shit again, okay? Nine, do not harm little children. 10, do not kill non-human animals unless you are attacked or for your food. And then 11, when walking in open territory, bother no one. If someone bothers you, ask him to stop. If he does not stop, destroy him. Now, those are the 11 fucking satanic rules of the earth, okay? And are they a little, dare I say, aggressive? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. If he does not stop, destroy him. Yeah, that's a little fucking aggressive. But listen, at the end of the day, these are like, don't bother people unless they bothering you. Stay to yourself. Fucking don't rape motherfuckers. Don't harm little kids. That's it. That that was harsh. I said the R word pretty aggressively just then. But um 
yeah, dude. Like, it's just interesting to me that, like, religion is so, like, because in theory, any Christian will be like, Satan, Satan this, Satan that, Satan wrong. This belief system is, like, not crazy. And there are extremists for everything. And I'm not sitting here defending Satanists. I don't know how I feel about any of it. I just think it's interesting that we we put such weight on our preconceived notions about things when like it's not always what it seems and for good or bad like when you think of somebody as like this churchgoer in theory you think like that's traditionally seen as quote-unquote positive but that that narrative is switching because historically religion has caused a lot of problems (laughs) So I think it's it's just interesting. I subscribe to all of it and none of it at the same time, <clears throat> which is confusing. It's confusing for me too. I think my relationship to higher being, my relationship to my intentions, my relationship to who I am and what purpose I serve in the universe and all that, I have a very, very close relationship to me and my higher self um and I have for a while I think that it's interesting to finally make an effort to be in tune because I think a lot of the times growing up before you have this sort of revelation on how you feel about spirituality or how you feel about whatever relationship to whatever higher being that you have before you do that, you, 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 that relationship is already there. You're just not aware of it yet, I guess. And so like, as I've gotten older and been more intentional with my faith in all of it, I think I've, it's really helped me to be like, what is this teaching me? Or what is this trying to push me towards? Or why did this happen so that what why is why are these patterns repeating and what lesson do i need to learn in order for higher being to to let me move forward with my life you know and so yeah i don't know how do you how do you all feel about religion i i religion's heavy i i feel strongly about spirituality religion in an organized sense freaks me out because it's all a cult do you know how sus- okay listen y'all those middle states those fucking there is cult shit happening in those fucking middle states where there's just nothing but mountains yeah yeah cult shit the whole time the whole time i you can't convince me not like now that i've been around the block of the u.s i'm like nah nah because they ain't got shit else to do other than being cults i promise you and i i know i sound crazy saying that shit but like yeah that's how i feel that's how i feel there's a lot of shit that i think yeah there's a lot of shit we don't know about that happens anywhere anywhere but 
that's where religion becomes scary to me. I know I just sounded like a crazy person, but think about it for a little bit, you know? Um, yeah, it's weird. It's weird. It's like, I, I don't know. I don't know about it all. I, I, and that's, I think that's where religion freaks me out where people, when people are very religious, I like, I don't know how to describe myself because I don't, I think of myself as a very spiritual person. And I think of myself as, I don't know if I'm Christian. I don't know what I am. I'm, I'm, I'm in tune with the universe, you know? And, um, and higher, higher being and my higher self and all of, you know, um, and I have a very close relationship. So I don't know if I'm a very religious person. I'm a very spiritual person. And, but like when people are very religious, it freaks me out a little bit. It fucking like, it fucking, it fucks with me just cause like, it feels blind a little like (laughs) and I I hate to like make that like that assumption about folks but like if you you are very very I don't know I think that there are right and wrong ways to do it I think that if you're open to having a conversation like this about faith and be open to hearing all of this and then like still being like yes but I know that God is good and that's that's what I subscribe to that's what I believe in then then I'm cool with it you know what I mean I'm cool like but like people are just like well I I pray that this works out I'm like first of all first of all (laughs) I think I think people who accredit God to everything this is this is touchy because yeah yeah higher being is the whole reason i guess but like don't discredit yourself like god has been showing me the way or god has been doing this or god has you need to stop praying to god and start holding yourself accountable you know what i mean because like god's just not gonna make it happen for you like it's a weird concept to just like in my opinion, I, I, but I totally accept whatever you got going on. It's just like, it freaks me out a little bit to, to be so into it and all, all power to anyone. You know what I mean? I, it's not for me and it's okay that it's not for me, but it does freak me out a little bit. And, and it's just because I'm like, you have so much power within yourself and like own up to it, own up to like, sure, everything is much bigger than us as well, but you are pretty damn powerful and you better not take that for granted when you're like, God provides, God does provide or higher being or whatever does provide, but so do you motherfucker. You know what I mean? So do you. So don't discredit yourself, but also like don't overdo it. 
it's weird. The dichotomy is weird. I think a lot of a lot of people unknowingly this might be me just talking out of my ass also. I think people unknowingly confuse God with their ego. Uh, that was that was a lot. <laughs> I didn't mean to say it like that, but truthfully though, like people are like God told me this. And I'm like, are you sure that's not your ego saying that shit? Are you sure? Because like, God don't be talking to me like that. And God has provided a lot for me. You know what I mean? Um, but like, he, he didn't tell me that it's my job to do such and such. You know what I mean? He didn't tell me that. He told me to be a good person. And that's it not judge motherfuckers which which yeah whatever i and i i'm sitting here fucking judging people <laughs> um but it's not though it's i just i think it's interesting and could be talked about what what i've observed of some how some people view religion um so yeah and it's traumatizing for every other person involved if that's how you view religion (laughs) you know if you view religion in any sort of extreme way it is traumatizing for everyone else around you other than you and I think it's traumatizing for you too but that's neither here nor there yeah that's kind of what I got that's kind of um huh yeah there's no real like conclusion to this one (laughs) there's no like answer or whatever I don't know I think it's it's an interesting conversation to be had and I think that I could talk about it forever you you could sit me down one day and be like y'all want to talk about religion I'd be like I have been waiting yeah I do I would love to talk about religion because it's it's a it's such a very important thing to so many and such an unimportant thing to so many. And I think there's not a lot of subjects that are so polarizing like that, 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 yeah. I think that's an, another thing that might come with privilege too. Like, because we live in the U S we have the power for it not to be that big of a deal. And so like shout out the U S for that, I guess it doesn't do a great job of much else but we still make laws around christianity so i just feel like we still got work to do but at least we can talk about it a little you know and not be threatened to be killed for not agreeing you know um so yeah i don't know it's interesting i'm fucking i went in a million directions recording this so thanks for bearing with me um yeah I'm doing okay I I don't know I'm doing okay I'm I'm no longer beating myself up which is improvement bitch I've been watching Bridgerton wait (laughs) hey bestie (laughs) hey I've been watching Bridgerton um I got through the first season not too long ago. Uh, Kayla made sure to get me hooked on something before she left because she was like, you need something to distract yourself. And she was right. I think it's been really helpful to like have 
um, uh, to distract and it's been doing a great job. That shit is just like Gossip Girl. I was, ooh, I was shook. I loved it. I loved it so much. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm a little bit into the second season right now. Um, why did that girl, I don't know any of their names. <laughs> why did that young ass girl want to marry the fucking first Bridgerton son? Why? Why? She's like, she's like a whole 14, she's 14 years old. He looks damn near 28. I don't know how old he is, but it's, is it's hard to watch in that regard sometimes I'm like Ugh, this is exhausting and tell me why listen if you haven't watched it and you plan on it um log off I love you have a good night wash your face do self-care drink water you know what I'm talking about anyway back to Bridgerton um dude Daphne first of all what a name I love it I also love Eloise I love that name and I love her and I would name my first daughter after her anyway um she's so ugh, I love her anyway Daphne really tried to to trap that man and like and she really finessed the fuck out of him. She was like, listen, if you don't have kids with me, we are breaking the fuck up. And like, he did it. He, d- <sighs> that's crazy, bro. Like I was, I was in that bitch, like good for them, but also damn bitch, you crazy. That's pussy power. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it just starts being toxic about it. No, but like it, it was crazy I was like I was here for it because I like I hate men but I was just like damn though <laughs> damn that's crazy yeah I don't know dude it's wild as fuck um yeah I've been watching Bridgerton it's cool it's a cute little show yeah that's that's it that's all that's what I've been doing I'm I started going through my shit God, I'm going to try to condense down to a one bedroom in Appleton. I think that would be best for me right now. <clears throat> I think the space uh, breeds the feeling of loneliness a little bit. And like, it's hard for me to keep up with a two bedroom. So, um, yeah. So if you're my friend and you plan on c- coming to visit me wherever I end up, know that your air mattress is going to be in the living room. <laughs> and maybe maybe i'll sleep on the couch and you could just have the extra bedroom you know what i mean i don't know where i'm gonna be at yet but we shall see we shall see i've been i'm praying for back up in appleton um but i don't give a fuck one way or the other i just want to be close to the people who love me at the end of the day so that's the tea all right i'm fucking just babbling um have a good sunday I love you. I love you. I love you. Thank you for like reaching out to me and supporting me and giving a fuck about the shit that I just be babbling about. I, um, this has been so incredibly helpful during this time and I am so glad that you all have been it makes me incredibly sad um to know that 
many of you have gone through similar things. Um, but I am so in awe of how well you all like handle yourselves and like reaching out to me and being like so supportive and kind. I think, yeah, it's, it's thank you. You know, that's all I can really say about it. It's just like, thank you. You all have made me feel so, so loved. So thank you. Um, yeah, dude, wash your face, uh, drink water, drink water. That's a big one. Um, yeah. All right. I love you. Bye-bye.